breaking down a miracle COVID-19 survivors $1.1 million hospital bill. Plus, we have Plutus Foundation founder Harlan Landis making his debut as a season four guest co-host. It is Tuesday, June 23rd, and this is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from Lake Mayapack in Putnam County, New York. And I'm Harlan Landis, founder of the Plutus Foundation, coming to you from Yardley, Pennsylvania. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. Like Harlan, we break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And also, speaking of something you should make your own, this episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Tiller, your financial life in a spreadsheet automatically updated each day. Go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for a free trial and 10% off your first year and most importantly, you will be supporting the show. So thank you. And thank you, Harlan, for being here. Thank you, Bobby, so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. And we love hearing about you, but a lot of our audience may not be familiar with your background and what the Plutus Foundation and the Plutus Awards are. Fill us in. Sure. Well, I've been writing about money uh, on blogs and various platforms for uh, for 17 years. And uh, I've been able to be a part of a growing community of independent financial writers, bloggers, podcasters. It's a great media group of people. And uh, one of the things that has come out of this is the Plutus Foundation. And one thing that we do at the Plutus Foundation is we run an award ceremony every year to bring some attention to some of the best writers and speakers uh, and video producers that we have in this community of independent uh, media creators. So I'm really excited about this because we have just started our process of um, opening up submissions for this year's 11th Annual Plutus Awards presented by Capital Group. So I'm really excited to have this going on right now. We would love to hear uh, from any content creators and if you are not a content creator, but you love listening to podcasts or you love reading blogs, let us know about your favorites so they can be considered for awards as well. And there's also a podcast hosted by a uh, former Money with Friends co-host. Yeah, absolutely. There's a podcast with the Plutus Awards, and that is hosted by Chris Browning. He's an amazing podcast host, and you guys know him well. And uh, we're excited because as we get closer to the Plutus Awards ceremony, we put out some great episodes of this podcast. You can subscribe to it now at PlutusAwards.com slash podcast. Our latest episode was with the uh, the... The founder of Budgets Are Sexy, which is one of the best personal finance blogs out there, Jay Money, talks to us about his process for writing and eventually selling his website. We will all be sure to check it out. Meanwhile, let's see which one of our friends is going to bring us into the headline. This is Julian from Rich and Regular. Just when you thought it couldn't get better. It's time for our headlines. Breaking down this miracle COVID-19 survivor's $1.1 million hospital bill. This life-saving coronavirus treatment could easily drain someone's life savings, and then some. A Seattle COVID-19 survivor knew that he must have run up a pretty huge medical tab after spending March and April in the hospital, including more than a month in the intensive care unit. 
But Michael Floor, 70, told the Seattle Times that the 181-page, $1.1 million hospital bill nearly gave him a heart attack. I opened it and said, holy bleep, he said. And I'm assuming that he didn't say bleep, but that's just what <laughs> was written in the article here. <laughs> Floor was dubbed the miracle child by nurses at Swedish Medical Center in Issaquah, Washington, for his incredible turnaround after spending four weeks on a ventilator. He was so close to death at one point that a night shift nurse held a phone to his ear so that his wife and children could say their final goodbyes from quarantine. He was as sick as you can get with basically every organ system shutting down, according to one of his doctors. The good news is that Floor recovered and is back home, and he's probably off the hook for that $1.1 million because his insurance is footing the bill for most of his medical costs. And his remaining $6,000 out-of-pocket expenses will probably be picked up by the more than $100 billion that Congress has earmarked to help hospitals and insurance companies cover the costs of the COVID-19 pandemic. But Flores Hospital Bill still offers a fascinating look at the cost of treating a life-threatening illness such as COVID-19. So here's how the $1,122,501.04 bill breaks down. The 181-page book, sorry, Bill, <laughs> includes almost 3,000 itemized charges, averaging about 50 charges a day. The greatest expense was, by far was his 42-day stay in the ICU, totaling $408,912. $408, his room had to be sealed and was accessed only by medical staff wearing plastic suits and headgear, which cost $9,736 a day. Floor was also hooked to a mechanical ventilator for 29 days, which at $2,835 a day ran up to $82,215. There were two days when his heart, kidneys, and lungs were all failing, and the bill for that touch-and-go period spans 20 pages and runs almost $100,000 in costs, as doctors were throwing everything at me they could think of, Floor said. Almost a quarter of the bill includes various drug costs, and this accounting doesn't even factor in Floor's two weeks of recovery in a rehab facility. Floor said that the bill has given him survivor's guilt. There's a sense of why me? Why did I deserve all this? He told the Seattle Times. Looking at the incredible cost of it all definitely adds to that survivor's guilt. The median cost of a coronavirus hospitalization is $14,366. Okay, great. So, that is a lot to absorb. First of all, gut reaction, Harlan. And then we're going to go, I may read a little more of it, but I want to just pause because that was a lot of information for all of us. There are some big numbers here, and it is scary to think about. And, you know, my hope is that when the insurance companies and or the government say that these costs are going to be covered, that they are going to be covered because you'd hate, hate have to... Uh, we've We've, I think we've all had to chase insurance companies down to get pills, bills paid before. And, and I can't imagine having to do that for $1.1 million. It, it, it is an incredible amount of stress. You'll, you'll rack up insurance bills for mental health. Just trying to think about it. <laughs> well, and then the flip side is truthfully, why is this bill? Because the insurance companies, it does come back to us in that they then have to charge higher, higher, you know, rates and stuff. And why is health insurance so high? Well, because they have to cover this kind of bill. So the question yeah. also becomes why 
does this bill have to be so high? I mean, I do find it outrageous. Yes, for this individual, thank goodness he is not responsible to pay a million dollars because, as we know, health care is one of the things that often bankrupts people. But it still shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be because it, it does come back to haunt all of us when, when insurance companies have to cover these kinds of bills. Um, and even the last line you read there, the median cost of a coronavirus hospitalization is 14366 That was mortifying to me. And we actually put it out to our Instagram audience. By the way, our Instagram handle is at moneyfriendspod. And we did a little bit of a quiz, which I don't think we have done before on Money with Friends. We certainly haven't done it in quite a while. Yeah, this and is so exciting. our producer, Ashley, put out a quiz. She said, what is the median cost of a coronavirus hospital stay? So we put out, um, there were a number of answers, but what percentage of people do you think, Carlin, um, said correctly that it is 14,366? Or what number of people? Um, I, well, I, where do you think it ranked? Yeah. How, was that the top choice answers, second choice, third choice, fourth choice? Just however you want to do it. We're, we're new at quizzes. However you want to answer that. How, how do people do? Yeah, I, I would think that this was not a popular response. I would think that most people got it wrong and maybe only a third were close. I, that's that, that's my guess based on, you know, kind of what I would think going into this based on what I've read about, um, you know, the, the the hospital bills coming coming after COVID-19. Yeah. And so the other answers were 49,000 and change, 36,000 and change, 21,000 and change. Um, what do you think got the most uh, probably that's 21 or, or, or 30. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one with the most votes was 36,000 and change. Um, okay. but very close behind was 49,000. Mm, okay. So yeah, yeah. And actually the correct answer, um, which was, you know, 14, 366 got by far the least, by far the least. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, actually let me, let me say some of the numbers cause this, this, you know, um, 28 people voted for, um, 38,493 number. Mm-hmm. Second, second answer was 49,534 with 25 people voting for it. Uh, 11 people said 21,000 and then just three people said 14,366, just three people out of about 65. I'm doing rough math on my head. I'm not going to math, but out of about 65 people that answered the survey, um, in the couple hours we had it out there, only three said wow. that. Um, you have some of the um, some of the uh, reasons that people gave for why they they thought the number was the number. Well, yeah, there was one response from Green at home who said uh, thought it was higher because you hear more about the more severe cases, and that that is true. I think we hear uh, we hear about these incredible hospital bills and incredible incredible insurance uh, payments that that are coming through out of this, uh, and um, and so it I can't fault anyone for for thinking that that the uh, we'd come out of COVID nineteen with 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 a lot higher expenses. But I, I imagine that most people who go to the hospital with COVID-19 are not getting ventilator treatment, which would be, which I imagine would be a big piece of uh, big, 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 big uh, con- uh, contributor to the overall cost of some of these larger expenses. Yeah. Do you want to share some more? Yeah. Let's see what else we have here. Um, uh, I believe this is from Neil, your husband. I would have thought an ICU respirator would have added a lot to the bill. Well, that's exactly and, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, let's see. Uh, and I am the real person was surprised, but uh, also says, I know the stays can be quite long. Yeah. The more time you're spending in the hospital and, and the time that you spend there can be a long time for COVID-19. Uh, yeah. That certainly contributes to the the high expenses. Yeah. Let's read a little bit more of the piece. Um it goes on to say, but he should know he's not the only one. And this is referencing, of course, the gentleman that got this $1.1 million bill. Um, he's not the only one COVID-19. He's not the only COVID-19 survivor to be shocked with a surprise medical bill following a bout with the deadly disease that killed 116,250 Americans and counting. Uh, lawyer turned writer David Lott recently wrote about his own $320,000 bill in Slate. He spent 16 nights in the hospital in March, including one week in the ICU and six days on a ventilator. He was bracing to pay six or $7,000 in out-of-pocket costs. He also didn't end up on the hook for any of it because the hospital, NYU Langone, was in-network for his insurance company, United Healthcare. And United Healthcare is among the insurance companies that have waived patient cost-sharing for COVID-19 treatment. So that is something a real nice, I don't want nice, I don't know if I want to characterize it as nice, but it is certainly an accommodation that the insurance mm-hmm. companies are making for COVID. So that is a real positive um, there. That's not to say the article goes on to say that everyone can expect, quote, free coronavirus treatment. While the nation's largest insurers, including Aetna, CVS, Anthem, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Cigna, and Humana, and United Healthcare did announce that they're not making patients pay deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, and other charges if they're hospitalized with COVID-19, the people who get health insurance through their jobs may still end up having to pay for treatment. And that's because employers with, quote, self-funded or self-insured health plans are allowed to opt out of waiving cost-sharing for their employees. What's more, insurers are only waiving this cost-sharing for a limited time. Any thoughts on that, Harlan? Uh, well, it's scary. It's it's honestly very scary to think about. Um, uh, and uh, we don't know how long COVID-19 is going to be with us. And the thing that concerns me the most is that recovery is not the end of your COVID-19 expenses. Um, from what I've been hearing uh, and reading about, uh, the the effects of COVID-19, even for those who recover, are lifelong. There are health problems that people will be dealing with for their uh, for their entire lives once they've recovered from COVID-19, especially if they were on a ventilator. So the costs, uh, the, the cost could continue to uh, to grow even as insurance companies decide to back off of their promise to uh, to pay for COVID-19 expenses. That is such an excellent point that the uh, we don't know yet what the long term effects are. I know some people have said, oh, it's you know, I feel good if I have the antibodies and I had it without symptoms. We don't know. We don't know what the long term impact is. We don't know that down the road, people that have um, have had it, even with no symptoms, could not have some implication in the future. And while some people recover within two weeks, there are a lot of people that have symptoms. I have a friend who says her only symptom was a loss of um, smell and taste. And she's, quote, recovered. It's been several months. This was in March that she had Mm -hmm. it. But she still doesn't have those senses fully back. So we just don't know what we don't know. And um, the insurance, it's it's great that they are stepping up in this way, obviously, with government involvement, government support, helping that, as Adrian and our Facebook Live audience is pointing out to us. But, of course, we don't know what the future will hold. Um, Anything you want to add to the to our thoughts on this article at this point? Um, yeah, uh, well, it, are, are, are we going to continue? We're going to um, continue, but I'm going to yeah, talk okay. about our, our sponsor in a moment and then we're going to do okay. our takeaways. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and continue then. All right. So, um, 
before we get to our takeaways, um, so Harlan, that's your cue to be thinking about your takeaway. I do sure. want to talk about Tiller because Tiller is a great way to be organized. And let me tell you, when you're dealing with any kind of medical bill, you definitely want to be organized. Um, I have lost loved ones and the hospital bills I haven't had to deal with directly myself, but they are massive and detailed and it gets very complicated. So the more organized you can be with your finances, the better, especially if you're going into any kind of situation where you're going to deal with any kind of medical related paperwork with insurance companies, hospitals, doctors, and so on. That is why we love that Tiller sponsors Money with Friends because it helps you manage your money faster. It organizes everything into spreadsheets, but they're customizable. So you can use it with Google Sheets or with Excel, whatever works for you. And it monitors everything that's going on in your financial life in a way that fits what you are doing. You put in your information once and then you are good to go. You connect your banks. You can see everything updated each day. You set it up once and then you don't have to do anything. So to get 10% off and also to support the show, go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. You'll get more information. You'll get a free trial. And as I mentioned, you will get 10% off. And most importantly, you'll support the show. <laughs> How about that? All right, Harlan, it is time for our takeaways. I've got a few of them. Um, and the first is, uh, this really highlights the importance of getting covered with health insurance if you're not already. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people my age and younger um, will feel healthy and have been healthy perhaps their entire lives and uh, will either opt to go without health insurance um, when they can or, or find the least expensive car coverage uh, with the least, uh, with the least benefits. Um, and I, you know, I, I think that we can see that at pretty much anybody can get COVID-19 today and it affects healthy people as well. And you just never know when you're going to need health insurance, but also, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because in, in our culture, we've tied health insurance to our employment. And throughout this, uh, throughout this pandemic, we've seen so many people lose their jobs. Um, and of course there's coverage when you lose your job. Uh, but, but how, how does it make sense to tie health insurance to employers and, and, and the work that you do? Now, I know why it's done. I know that employers recognize that a healthy workforce is uh, important uh, when they're, uh, you know, when they're managing their, their human assets. Uh, but, but from our perspective as people, um, we need to take care of ourselves and we need to figure out what we need to do on our own to uh, make sure that we're covered, um, especially as we saw in this article how some employers are opting to not do the cost sharing and um, and uh, puts the employees in difficult situations. So that's, that's something that I think about. And I also think about um, something that I've always thought about when it comes to the insurance industry, um, and that is with... Uh, for-profit insurance companies, which thankfully many health insur insurances are are either mutual or some or, or even nonprofit, but for those that are for-profit, you've got these are companies that have to satisfy uh, shareholders, and the needs of the shareholders of, of a public company are often very difficult, uh, different than the needs of policyholders. Uh, so. 
companies can make money by collecting premiums and then not paying out benefits, uh, which uh, helps those shareholders, but certainly doesn't help those policyholders. So try to find a nonprofit or mutual insurance company where where there are no shareholders to deal with, except for perhaps uh, uh, the policyholders. And uh, that way, that way, the companies aren't trying to serve two uh, masters at the same time. That is so well said, Harlan. Such important points. And really, I love the fact that you're empowering people to be proactive and understand what they're signing up for and what the how things look down the road should things happen, even though we all hope that we will not get sick. It happens and we are all vulnerable. Um, I don't have much to add except document everything, guys. Um, if you are sick, whether it's COVID or anything else, and if you are sick, make sure you have someone near you that, that is that is documenting everything. Even if you can't look at it at the time, make sure that you are either tied in electronically to the hospital billing system and that you have all of your records in place so that you can make sure that things are filed properly. Sometimes, you know, with the best intentions, things are not coded correctly and might be rejected from your insurance company because the coding was wrong. Circle back, ask again, don't give up if things get rejected and are not covered. There may be different ways to present it. They may not have been presented correctly the first time that you can get as much money back as you can. And absolutely, if these insurance companies stop covering COVID, that doesn't mean you can't ask or stop covering it completely with no co-pays and so on. You can still ask, as with everything that we've been saying during this crisis. Um, I know Harlan in the various channels he speaks about, speaks on, um, has also empowered people to ask. Ask if you can get a better, you know, some latitude with any bills you have, any debts you have, whatever obligations you have. It never hurts to ask. So, Harlan, before I let you go, first of all, uh, let's preview tomorrow's show, because that's actually a topic that is near and dear to you. It is. I'm excited to talk uh, tomorrow about uh, a collector uh, who has purchased at auction a very classic guitar, and I'm excited to talk about what he's planning to do with it as well. Yes, and we'll also reveal the price tag of said guitar and the celebrity that it belonged to. Let people know, where can people find out more about you and uh, all of your various projects, including, of course, the Plutus Awards? Yeah, you can go to PlutusFoundation.org or PlutusAwards.com to find out what's going on. And of course, uh, you can follow uh, me and the Plutus Foundation at Plutus Awards on Instagram and Twitter. And we're on Facebook as well. And you can also find out more about ha- more about Harlan and all of our season four co-hosts on our website, MoneyWithFriendsPodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on our socials on both Instagram and Twitter. We are at money friends pod so do join us there and hey write us a review on apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen that has reviews we would love to uh have your support and we read everyone and we appreciate all of you thanks for joining us we'll be back tomorrow bye This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. 
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I am Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.